if I can get it. Hey everyone and welcome to the Super Review Show. Here we are coming to you live tonight on this episode of Mixed Bag. Yes, we started a little bit late tonight, but that's okay. We are um, we are doing a special Mixed Bag tonight for everyone involved. We're discussing Marvel's ginormous announcements for everything regarding the MCU. And to help me out with that tonight, I'd like to invite the Movie Holics Productions crew, Bill and Justin. You know them, you love them. Introduce yourself, you guys. Hey guys, it's Bill Murphy. Apparently, in my uh, my name is Billy Joel Murphy. Apparently, to the um, Zoom handle. I've been here for a few weeks. Uh, JT cannot get rid of me, can you? No, that's I really can't. But who cares? Anyways, uh, that is Bill, and we have my good for our good friend from the other half of Movie Holics Productions here, Justin. How you doing tonight, my friend? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. I'm always happy to talk about. Uh, the MCU, um, movies in general, but the MCU especially. I am really excited for tonight. And Justin, you awesome, have a good time to mention we're buying out Super Review Show. Oh, you guys suck. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I was going to mention that at the end of the stream, but... but nah, we're cool. not going to do that. We don't have the money for that. Nah, it's all right. Or the time, we're patient. All right. We're just kidding, Anyways, JJ. I know you're kidding. Of course you are. All right, let me spread us out. Hello and welcome everyone to our show. Now, before we get going on tonight's episode of Mixed Bag for Marvel's announcements, etc., 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 I have great news for all of you who are fans of the, our YouTube channel here. I uploaded a video earlier today showing how you, our fans, can buy a buy Super Review Show merch. That's right. If you want a t-shirt, you want a sweatshirt, Go into the top part of our YouTube channel and you'll see a link that says official store and it's we're linked with uh, Teespring and you're able to go from there and basically pick out whatever you want for Christmas. It's uh, And there's a video about it on our YouTube channel as well. So you can check that out too, to tell uh, your buy friend. and uh, support us as well. Tell your friends, tell, tell your, your friends. dogs, tell your cats, tell your kids, tell your wives, tell them all. Or your mistress. And, or your mistress. Or and your neighbor who you don't like, they're finally useful for something. Yeah, Kevin, oh, yeah. I'm looking at exactly. you. Exactly. Oh God. <laughs> well, I have no neighbor. Let's get right into. Ah, oh, Jesus, Bill. All right, let's get right into it, shall we? Um, all right. So there we were minding our our own businesses when all of a sudden Disney announced these humongous announcements. For Star Wars, which we'll be doing next week. Um, basically, Marvel has announced a ton of stuff. TV shows for Disney Plus, movies coming out soon, who's directing what Spider-Man. I'm gonna let Bill go into this first, and I'm gonna pull up some photos and announcement stuff. Bill, why don't you why don't you help and Justin feel free to chime in? Why don't you help Bill? Why don't you show tell everyone what's going on? Okay, well. There was been an announcement recently with Marvel that there is a that a Spider-Man three is now in the works. Um, yes, and there is talk that Tobey Maguire is going to be coming back. So is Ed, so is um, Tom Holland. He'll be there. 
Um, yeah. And also there is talk that there may be an appearance by, wait, Andrew Garfield is now also in the mix. Mm-hmm. And also there's a talk that Charlie Cox, oh my God. Daredevil may be, sh- may be coming. That one's still a rumor. That is still a rumor. A, yes, I've heard that. But rumor. if it happens, Justin, I'm going to sit here and tell you I told you so because I was calling for that. Um, I think. And if that happens, oh, I will literally have goodness. the biggest nerdgasm if that happens. Now, because I told you, an idea for a trailer. We all know how Spider Man Far From Home ended, for those who've seen it. Gets into some trouble. He's sitting in the law office. He's telling him, say, hey, I could really use your help. And then at the end, it turns out that he's talking to Matt Murdock. As cool. Oh, my God. You know, this is like a wet dream or something for some people. But yeah, go ahead, Justin. What are you going to say? As cool as, I, as that would be, I think it would be more likely that uh, Matt Murdock Charlie Cox would appear in She-Hulk, the which we'll get to in a little bit. Then Spider-Man. Yep. Um, I'm not saying it's out of the cards, but I think that would be a more likely scenario. Now, there are some other casting rumors that need to be addressed. Um, we have Jamie Foxx returning as Electro. He's not blue this time. Alfred Molina is rumored to be returning as Doc Ock. Ooh. Um, I've heard rumors about... Now, that's... Those are the ones that have seemingly been confirmed. I've also heard through the grapevines of rumors of um, what's his name? Willem Dafoe returning as Norman Osborn. Oh boy. Wait. Is he still going to look like a Power Ranger? I have no idea. That- and you know what? <laughs> as cheesy as that costume is, it's, it's still iconic. And if he wears that costume in Spider-Man 3, I'm not going to object to it because it's just it's just what I'm used to seeing him as. It would be hilarious to see that. It would be interesting to see like Norman Osborn really return to the scene because even outside of Spider-Man, he's a really big player in the Marvel Universe where he was actually like the main oh, yeah. villain for a couple of giant crossover events in the comics. Um, there's also rumors of Dane DeHaan returning as whatever his mm-hmm. thing was in Amazing Spider-Man 2. That was just rumored today. Um, but with all of these announcements, I have a theory. Ooh, theories. Theories are fun. I think Love it. that this is going to be the start of a multiversal Sinister Six. 
because um, you okay. have Doc Ock from the Raimi universe. You have Electro from, I'm assuming, the Mark Webb universe. Um, and you have the MCU. You have these villains from three different franchises from three different yeah. universes. So that's what I think is going to happen. And I think that's probably the smartest way to do the Sinister Six at this point because we've only been introduced to two villains in the two Spidey villains in the MCU. Three if he counts the Mac Gargan from Homecoming. Mm -hmm. Um I think it would be the best bet to take from the other franchises and have them all team up against the collective Spider-Man. Do you think it's maybe going in more like the Spider-Verse direction with all this? Personally, if they are getting Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back, yes. I do believe that that's going to be the case. You know what? I'm starting to think something. I have a theory. Guess what's coming on right now? It's time for Nope, the tinfoil hat's on. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Think about this. I think the MCU Spider-Man and Into the Spider-Verse are connected. Here is my theory. Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, boy. Okay. Get that scene when Spider-Man is interrogating Aaron Davis. Mm-hmm. And then when the interrogation thing doesn't go so well, they can say, listen, I don't want these weapons in my neighborhood. My nephew lives here. And he's a and who is Aaron Davis's nephew, folks? Miles Morales. Miles Morales. And now here's where things really get complicated. Okay, I need a board behind me, but I, we don't have the budget for that. So wait a minute. I can just use this piece of paper. <laughs> Woohoo! Being resourceful. Oh, okay. So think about this. Okay, ready? Think about Let's this. Play it right out, JT. Now win. Okay. So, okay. So in the spot, in the whatchamacallit, in Spider-Man Homecoming, he's about, how old is he probably about 16? Uh, 15 or 16. Okay, he's about yeah, 15 or 16. So at that point, Miles would be about, okay, Miles is about what, 14 and into the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. So, going mm -hmm. back, he would be about four at this time. So, in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, when the original Peter Parker dies, he is 26. The board is right here, folks! So, therefore, so, therefore, Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse take place Hold on. Ten years apart from each other. Ten years. But you also have to take into account the snap. The what? The snap. Oh god! Damn it! You ruined my theory. Oh yeah, because wait a minute. Maybe the snap also affected the Into the Spider Verse universe, and also affected the five-year blurt. Ten years! Ten years! It's a 
be very, it took me a really long time to think of that theory. Okay, I will now take I questions. Mean, I mean, it, you still have a 50-50 shot of Miles Morales getting snapped away or not. Hey, we have somebody watching. It's our number one fan and our good friend, Matt Hemsley. Hey, Matt. What's up, buddy? What's up, Matt? How you doing tonight? Sorry about the late start. We're doing okay now, though. Okay, <laughs> so what good. were you saying, Justin? I got a 50-50 chance of that Miles Morales getting snapped away? Yeah, Miles Morales getting snapped away. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it can, it's it's not the dumbest thing you heard is it i mean i mean it, that's it's a one way you can uh kind of validate your theory is by doing is by saying that miles morales was also a victim of the snap which would mean that he was five years displaced as well. Yeah. Um, does, does the canine have anything to say on this topic? Woof, woof. He's got, those are, very, oh those are very wise words from a very wise dog. So that's the word we're, so that's the term we're using. Okay. What, what term? Wise. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for for this, and this comes out next one year from tomorrow. Oh wow, yeah. In case you know. That's right, actually, December. And by the way, it's on the screen if you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. In case the you know, share um, screen option is really helpful. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be at. Hopefully we'll be able to go to movies by then. Oh my god! Yeah, I think we will. Uh, a lot of you guys can. See, I think we'll be able to by by November of next year. You know, or December. I'm going to say you know. maybe like summer. We'll summer. probably be able to go. Yeah, and look, I'm just going to point something out. I don't know if you guys can see what I'm sharing on the screen here, but I'm I'm pulling up the Phase Four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and this is not including the television, uh, excuse me, the Disney Plus series for the shows. This is just specifically the films. There's four Marvel films coming out next year. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, which I'll get to this, a couple of these in a second. The third Spider-Man film. Um, right? Yeah. And... Late Strange, <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder, so Thor four with Tata Wiki returning, Black Panther two, Captain Marvel two. I'm surprised they didn't put like an actual like subtitle, but that's me. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp in 2022, and Guardians of the Galaxy three. And it says it also includes an upcoming Fantastic Four film. Somewhere in there, there on Disney Plus. Yeah, all of this is going on to um hopefully now i did a separate video on this separately but i talked i did a my thoughts on video for all of you fans out there of me i i did a thoughts on video for uh movie theaters and how they're going to return 
and how they're going to be. And I don't want to start like a whole discussion about like, oh, movie theaters are like this right now or that. I want to specifically talk about Marvel movies potentially entering cinema. We know the Black Widow is still scheduled to come out in theaters next May. Mm-hmm. And we this know is that like the, what, Shang- the 38th return date, date, the 38th release date of it. Something like that. I lost track after 25. But <laughs> Eternals and like Spider-Man Far From Home, the sequel to that, uh, the Spider-Man 3 film. Like these are all films that are supposed to come out this year, of course. But they got postponed. Well, some of them, yeah, some of them know, got postponed to the next year. This one, I gotta say, I, I gotta tell you the honest truth. And, and one of our fans, um, I'm not gonna name names, but he, he, um, he really is kind of disappointed in the direction the MCU is going for like certain films, like Black Widow. Why do we have to have a prequel film? We saw her spoilers for Endgame. If you didn't see it, one of the three billion people who didn't see it, uh, <laughs> Black Widow dies in Avengers Endgame. Why do we have to have a Black Widow origin movie? You know, like, I don't know. That, that didn't make sense to him. And I kind of see his points. Shang-Chi, no one the, has ever heard of Shang-Chi. Eternals, no one's ever heard of it. Well, I think the thing is now, now that they, um, you know, spoilers for the, those who didn't see Endgame, say it with me, again. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. You also got to look at it this way. Now that, um, you know, Cap, that, Spoiler, Iron Man's dead. Spoiler, and Captain America's done. They now want to try to maybe try to make money with their more, with their maybe some of their lesser known characters. I mean, look what they did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Like Exactly. I remember when you said to me, Justin, when that movie was coming out, you said if that movie's successful, Marvel can print their own money. I mean, I got that joke from uh, Black Nerd Comedy, so... Hey, uh, do you oh have any god. Spider-Man bucks on you? <laughs> oh god. Um, well, I'm, but seriously, though, well, uh, but at the same time, no one ever heard of Inhumans or whatever, like Guardians of the Galaxy, and now we all love Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, we could let's go format because that was a very untraditional tra- choice for them to do in 2014. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy when they first said they're doing a gun, the one with the tree and the raccoon. What? Like, and then, but now, like, now we have Doctor Strange, we have Shang-Chi, and they're getting the right directors and writers to do it. I don't see how this can go nowhere but up. But at the same time, I'm nervous about a property like Eternals or Shang-Chi, you know, being a Marvel film. Like, I I don't, I don't want to sound pessimistic, but what do you guys think? Like, am I crazy saying like, because everyone's heard of Black Widow because of the Iron Man and all the other films before the Avengers and post-Avengers and all that stuff. Or Thor, they've heard of Thor. Black Panther made a billion dollars. Captain Marvel, Ant Man. They all made these movies. They all made these parts. But like, really, Shang Chi and Eternals. You're going to make uh, it. Just it, it boggles my mind. What do you guys think about this? I mean, when one of the things I really love about the MCU is they don't necessarily stick to one genre. Um, if that makes sense, I'm going to mm-hmm. use the Captain America movies as a big example, uh, particularly uh, oh, the Winter Soldier. Definitely. One was a war was yeah. a spy thriller through and through. It was a spy thriller. Um, you have the Ant Man movie. We're comparing it to like Stephanie's. Which yeah, you have the Ant Man movies, which are heist movies. Um, a little bit along the lines and of comedies like, too, if you think about it. Well, 
all of them are pretty much comedies. Um, you have the new Doctor Strange coming out, which is being marketed as the first MCU horror movie. Um, you know, they they play yeah. around with different genres. Now with Shang-Chi, there was a time when martial arts movies ruled just was like its own thing, you know? Um, you had the Bruce Lee movies, you had the Jackie Chan movies, like they were very popular. So it's still very interesting to see that they're still going to be playing with different genres in terms of Shang-Chi. And not to mention with Shang-Chi, they're introducing a villain who was teased in a previous movie, but the general consensus says they fucked it up. Um, that villain being the Mandarin. Their Your final... favorite one. They're finally doing the comic book version of the Mandarin. Um, they casted uh, a ch- uh, they it according to what their race is in the comics. Um, you know, uh, the Mandarin supposedly a descendant of Genghis Khan. So you kind of have to have the casting to kind of show that. And they did so now. Um, and the Mandarin, he's, he's a big deal. He's, he's Iron Man's arch nemesis. Now, granted, we don't have Iron Man anymore, but. Hmm. Um, I think we lost JT. Yes, Justin, we took over the. Oh, he's back. Okay. Damn it. Our plan to take over the show failed. All right. You all right there? My internet sucks ass. Hashtag internet problems. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, I had to point that out. I'm good, though. We're all good. Sorry we're all that. still alive. Hear. That's a good thing. Isn't that great? It's 2020. Right, anyway. That's an accomplishment in itself. I agree. Sorry about that. Thank you for saving my butt. So... All right, what do we got going on? I was, uh, we're talking about Doctor Strange, right? I mean, I was going in a little bit on Shang-Chi a little bit, um, but we can talk about Doctor Strange. Let me go back to that. I've come to bargain. Yeah, <laughs> and the Legend of the Ten Rings? I just, I've just i never heard of this. That's the okay, thing, too. So the Ten Rings, you remember the first Iron Man, right? Oh, the Mandarin? Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes more sense now. Okay. Yeah, that's that's why I'm pretty excited for the movie because finally we're getting the Mandarin in what he is supposed to be. Yeah, and now Ben Kingsley going, oh, I'm the Mandarin. <laughs> I, I didn't mind it personally as a little twist, but that's me. I mean... As a moviegoer, it's 
a fun little twist. As a comic book fan, it was a pretty big. Yeah, I mean, it was not the best. Iron Man three showed it like as like this one fit, you know. What I mean, but like still, I, 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 I but now we're gonna see the actual Mandarin. The, the, you know what? There was there was a theory when Iron Man three came out that oh we're, we haven't seen the real Mandarin because he's still out there. That was actually confirmed because. Uh, there was a yeah. short film that was released uh, like a year after Iron Man 3 came out. It's called I All Bell the King. And it was just Trevor Slattery, Ben Kingsley's character, being interviewed by someone who actually works for the real Mandarin. Yeah. And he said that he's pissed that uh, Trevor used his name. So, we'll wow. see if anything comes out of that. What? You want to talk about Eternals for a second? Because I still have no idea what's going on. Yeah, what, what really is this thing, Justin? So, the, the Eternals... See, the thing is, I'm not super well-versed in the Eternals either. From what I understand, the Celestial... Remember in Guardians of the Galaxy when they kind of explained what Celestials are? Yeah. In a way, yes. Um, so the Celestials in the comics create three species of beings on the planet. There were the humans, there were the mutants, and then there was the Eternals. Okay. The, the Eternals are like these god-like immortal beings. Um, who help protect the world and galaxy, what have you. Um, then there are some Eternals who are born with what's called the Deviant Gene, which causes them to be very disfigured and um, sinister. Um, Thanos is an Eternal. He also has the Deviant Gene. Mm. Um, so Thanos is going to be tying into the movie. Um, okay. To what extent, I'm not sure. This is also a pure jack kirby creation stanley had nothing to do with the eternals it was completely jack kirby that makes sense um but when it comes to the eternals i'm going in with it with an open mind because you know what it's like what happened with guardians you know it was a very pleasant surprise and you know, I have a lot of faith in the MCU. I have a lot of faith in Kevin Feige. So I'm excited. That's good. Bill, any comments on the Eternals? Yeah, I'm just curious to see it. Like what Justin was saying, like, because, you know, what we thought with whatchamacallit, um, what we thought with whatchamacallit, um, Guardians, yeah. we didn't know what the, um, what the outcome of this was going to be. Um, because it was a lesser-known comment, comic, 
and we're really going to be up to the movie going. We're going to be seeing the same situation here. Yeah, and, you know, the Eternals, they're sprinkled all throughout the place in uh, the comics. I'm interested to see where it goes um, because this is the real next step of the MCU world building. We're seeing a new species of superheroes now. Um, we had the we had the mutants with X Men, um, even though that's not MCU. We had the Inhumans, which yeah, that wasn't a success, but we can blame Jeff Loeb for that one. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. That's good. Any other comments, questions, concerns? About the Eternals? Um, yeah, I think we just got to see. It, maybe it's going to have the Guardians of the Galaxy effect. You never know. It's We just have to wait and see. Yeah. In a perfect world, we would have already seen the movie by now, but, you know. Yeah. Thanks, um, COVID. <laughs> I have to have you... Listen, Bill, we're going to make a t-shirt that says, thanks, COVID. Let's do it. I swear. It's going to say, thanks, COVID. Um, should we talk about Thor for the Love and Thunder? Okay, this one. Are you excited about this? I am no. super excited for this one. Yeah, um, I, to be honest, I am too, because Ragnarok was, like, unexpectedly rocks. great. It, it, it was the best Thor movie and the best Hulk movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, but I'm excited also because especially last year, I made the decision that I'm going to see whatever Taika Waititi puts out. Um, yeah. Jojo Rabbit was your number one of 2019. I absolutely adored Jojo Rabbit. It was Star Wars film. <laughs> and he's weird too. You think about it. You it's know, just, sorry. He's he's a comic genius, he, and he understands Thor probably better than either of the directors who did Thor and Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. Um, Almost. And no, yeah. And no offense to Kenneth Branagh, but. No, Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh is a great director and actor, too, but. Yeah. And. Psycho Waititi, though. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to bring back everyone's favorite character from Thor Ragnarok. Korg is definitely coming back. Let's be honest. Hey, hey, take it easy, man. Uh, my name is Korg. I got the start of revolution, but I didn't put enough pamphlets. Showed up with my father, with my mother, and my and her boyfriend, who I hate. Has anyone ever fought the grandma? Did I ever tell you? Don't ask, right, dog? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Did I ever tell you? Oh my god. So bored. That's just like what Doug used to say. See you later, new dog. Um, the, uh, FYI, just a side note, having gotten Mark Hamill's autograph, 
the way he is on camera, like how calm he is as Bruce Banner, he is like that in real life. It's a little freak. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, right? Mark Ruffalo, yeah. Sorry, not Hamill. I'm sorry. Back in, back in my old radio days at community college, you know what we would do for that, JT? Ding! <laughs> there you go. You've just been dinged. How does that feel? I've been dinged. Thank you. I love to be. Ding! <laughs> um, any other films you want to talk about for Marvel's Phase 4? I mean, what do you, how do you guys feel about uh, Jane Foster becoming the new Thor? Oh, is that actually happening? Yeah, she's getting the hammer. Like, that That was last year at Comic-Con. Like, Taika Waititi, like, kneeled down before her and handed her the hammer. So Chris oh, Evans is not going to be in it? Oh, he's in it. Um, like, Chris Hemsworth's going to be in it. Um, Natalie Portman's going to be in it. Yeah. They're doing the Mighty Thor run from the comics where Jane Foster is diagnosed with cancer and becomes worthy of Mjolnir and becomes the mighty Thor. But every time, at least this is how it is in the comics, every time she becomes Thor though, her chemo gets wiped away. Uh-huh. Yeah, so every time she becomes the mighty Thor, she's risking her life. Oh, Jesus. So it sounds like a fun time. <laughs> you know what, what I want to talk about? Um, I want to talk about um, Black Panther 2. Like, what's going to happen with that? Mm. Like, because of the death of Chadwick Boseman, may he rest in peace. Um, didn't they say they're recasting him? No, they're not. Oh, they geez. are not recasting T'Challa. No, I mean like no, not so What the hell are you gonna do? The well, actor Boseman. I gotta swear. They they're gonna have to pass on the mantle, and maybe that's what the movie's gonna be about. Who becomes the Black Panther? Yeah, wasn't it like in the comics? Um, his sister became the new Black Panther. Yes. Yes, in the comics, Shuri does become the Black Panther. Um. Could be like a a situation where it's kind of like a a fight for the title, you know? Like every like there could be like multiple parties who wants the title of the Black Panther, and in the end, it will be Shuri. But chat board, I think I see something on the chat board. Will Black Widow go right to streaming? That would your dad. Right now, the answer is no. Yeah, right now it's no. Because you know what I've noticed? I'm sorry if I'm going a little off topic here, guys. I apologize. But um, yeah. I just want to know, like, how, how we've been talking about, like, with um, MCU, how we just said with Black Widow, um, how we just said with Black Widow, um, but also, if you've noticed with the DCEU, um, with uh, Wonder Woman 84, yes, they're going to release it on Christmas in theaters, of, you know, those whose theaters are still running. Mm -hmm. But they're also going to, but they're also going to stream it on HBO Max. 
Yeah, a lot of people are bashing that. No, I think that's a good idea. I think it's a good idea too, but uh, I'm just saying. I mean, from a business point of view, yes, it's a good idea. I just wish it didn't have to be this way. And I really hope that what uh, Warner Brothers is saying regarding their 2021 slate is true is in that they're just going to do it for 2021 and not for the rest of their yeah. uh, upcoming movies. But that can be a discussion for another time. But anyway, but but it's like, you know, but Disney, you know, since Marvel is owned by <laughs> the mouse. Um, the mouse. Yeah, because they because Disney has put some of their other movies that they were going to release this year on Disney Plus. Um, yes. Like which ones? I forget. I don't want to get into the whole thing about Mulan it. Mulan was the big one that they released on Disney Plus. Um, yeah, and you have to pay like what thirty bucks to watch it. No, I think it's well, ten dollars. Well, now it's free, but yeah. But um, yeah, it's like. Because it's like, why isn't Marvel doing like what, what, uh, what you call it? Um, like with the DC, Warner Brothers, like if they're doing Wonder Woman eighty four, why don't they do that with Black Widow and put it on, just put it on Disney Plus? Um, probably because. Well, here's the thing, Marvel. Marvel right now is looking into new deals with their uh, creators for movies that are entering production um, in case those will have to be released on Disney Plus or not. But as of right now, this is sticking um, with the current slate. Uh, like, like I said, it's a smart move on a business sense, but in a creative sense, you want to see these movies on the biggest screen you can possibly see them on. Yeah, makes sense too. And yes, that is the filmmaker in me coming out, but. <laughs> you went to film school, so. Yeah. Um, any others you want to talk about really quick before we move on to the Marvel? Oh, there's one film I want to talk about that's not dated here yet, but I want to talk about it a little bit. Sure. It says here that Fantastic Four is currently in development at Marvel Studios. Yes. Kevin Feige's direct quotes the president of Marvel production. Says Marvel's first family is up to this. They, they want to bring that. They, they want to bring quote, Marvel's first family up to the sort of platform and form and level they deserve. After the critical. He didn't say this though. After the critical and commercial failure of Fox's adaptations. Um. That should be plural adaptations. <laughs> I know, because they, they made two of them, and they—I read they were going to make a third one, and then they would do a spinoff Silver Surfer film after that. Yeah. Um, but the director, I just like to point out, the director. I'm going to get off screen sharing for a second. But um, um. Basically, the thing with um, um, Fantastic Four, the director is John Watts, mm -hmm. who directed the 
Spider-Man Homecoming and the other one, uh, Far From Home. Correct. Yeah, and is currently directing Spider-Man 3. Um, yeah. So that also, gave so that uh, gave me some hope with this. Um, yeah, go ahead. I wish I can have the same optimism with this as I would with Eternals or Shang-Chi. Yeah, definitely. My big issue is I've been burned so many times with the Fantastic Four. I know. They, they, people actually think that they're de- like they've degraded the characters. And I have been, on the Super V show alone, I have been very defendant, I've been very defending of these characters. People forget that these are Marvel's very first set of characters. Yeah, you know, first family of superheroes and Fantastic Four. They, if you do read the comics, they are a fantastic, pardon the the pun, team. Yeah. Um, it's just that in visual media, they've just been done the dirty so many times. And yes, I do trust Kevin Feige. I do trust John Watts to handle this material with the utmost respect. Yeah. I just, I'm more cautious about this one. Definitely. I tend to agree. Um, but I'm really glad that they got him, though, because after he handled Spider-Man, I'm also, I, I'm not going to point out names, but I do know someone here, like in our area, who knows John Watts very well. And, and when the news came out and he was going to direct Spider-Man, they were like, hey, well, he, the guy told me straight up, he's like, well, his salary just increased. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it clearly did after it made what? A lot of money. Oh, my God. Uh, Far From Home made over a billion. I know. It's the highest, highest grossing Spider-Man film? Yes, it is. That's right. Cash yep. cow is mooing! <laughs> exactly. And he this the new musical booze. Oh my god. <laughs> Inside joke between Justin and I. Oh, oh my god. god. Damn it. Anyway, so but I'm really excited to see his adaptation. And they did release a piece of concept art for them. Will they do future foundation stuff? Will they do you know, I just well, I did I, I did read a little bit of information that I think they're gonna be adapting the Jonathan Hickman run. Okay. Um, because they did, um, they did request a couple of uh, Disney and Marvel. They did request a couple of uh, trademarks. One of them being for solve everything. Right. Um, JT, have you read the Hickman Run? I have not, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. Essentially. Um, Bill probably has no idea what we're talking about, but uh, essentially what happened is um, Reed gets this idea where he needs to solve the problem of everything. And to do this, he gets visited by the Council of Reeds, which is like a whole pocket universe of Reed Richards from every universe imaginable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if they do go down that route, they're eventually going to do Secret War. 
Now, it's funny you say that because what I want to get to is the television series that they announced for Disney Plus as well. We'll get that in a second, but Secret Wars would be a hell of a movie. Like, or to make it a make it like a back to back almost. You can do like a two part. You probably have to do the Infinity War Endgame route with that one. Yeah, like Secret Wars is how plug for Spider Man. It's how Venom he had the black suit in the first place. Mm-hmm. I love the I love the in that run of the comic books. I know we're totally nerding out here, but who gives a shit? <laughs> this is the space uh, to do it. Exactly. This is the space to uh, do it, buddy. The artwork for the actual original run of Secret Wars in the 80s, if I'm not mistaken, the actual like artwork, can you imagine that visually speaking? How like, oh, a select group of Marvel heroes are by Central Park and they see this statue showing up and they're like, all this stuff, right? And then all of a sudden, boom, they get teleported like a thousand, like super, super far away. And then they have to battle these creatures automatically. That is like badassery at its finest. Come on, who who would want to see like, and like they, they throw a little time travel thing in there too, like well, Captain America comes out of nowhere and Colossus. I mean, not Colossus. They're, they're, like, they're, they're gonna have to come up with a big paycheck to get Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. back though. I, they wouldn't do Johnny Jr., but I would say like, if they because they they announced time they did time travel with Endgame. I mean, yeah. Time travel does exist. You could do it in a sense, but uh, is that pushing it down? But but if they do go down that route, though, with time travel and bringing characters back, that would kind of cheapen the effect of, say, Tony Stark's death in uh, Endgame. Yeah, and that was a big one. I think he's kind of happy to be done. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting premise. Secret Wars. I would love it if they did Secret Wars because that's like a that you know what that'd be a really great like one shot three hour film like the way they did Endgame well, just straight up is three hours. Well, you know the Russo brothers really want to do Secret Wars, so. Oh my God! Can you imagine like 2005 talking in 2020 about his possible Secret Wars from like that five years down the line? Um, I would call you crazy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? Um, I want to get. I want, we'll get to the chat board in a second because I have two laptops open. We'll get to the chat board in a second. Um, but do, do you guys want to talk about anything else? Guardians of the Galaxy three, Ant Man, Captain Marvel. Um, because I know that Matt Hemsley is like pushing me. He's like, I'm excited for Captain Marvel too. I really like the character of Captain Marvel, but I didn't like. Didn't did, did, did not think the first movie was that good. I wasn't crazy about the first movie. Um, that could have been the directors, though. They did get a new director for Captain Marvel too. Yeah, they the, are the, bringing. Um, yeah. they are bringing uh, Miss Marvel into uh, Captain Marvel too. Um, and, and the TV show as well, right? Along with her TV show, um, but she is going to. But she is going to be in uh, Captain Marvel too as well. I'm reading that right now. Um, now Nia DaCosta, I don't think I've seen any of her movies. I um, don't know. She's a oh, little woods. She's fairly new. She's, I mean, she's doing Candyman, the Jordan Peele produced Candyman. So, uh, it says the studio wanted a female director rather than the, the pair from the first film. Yeah. And I can get that. Like, I think to change it up you know yeah and i think there was like a little bit of 
directing. Uh, I think there might have been too many cooks in the kitchen for Captain Marvel one. Um, yeah, I liked it personally, but that's me. I mean, I didn't think it was bad. I just thought. No, it's fun. It was still fun. Yeah, it, it's not like it wasn't fun. It, I just thought it was a little okay. I'll be honest. I think Captain Marvel was probably one of my least favorite Marvel movies. Really? Okay. It's probably my least favorite in Phase Three. I'll say that. that that's yeah, because look, Phase Three had Black Panther. It has Civil War. It had Endgame. My Phase and- Three has a near spotless record. So. It's just I kind of found Captain Marvel. Kind of found it a little boring. Yeah, I mean, there were some parts of it that were. I could see that. I, yeah. I feel like a good chunk of it just dragged. I like the stuff with the crew, with the scrolls. The scrolls I really were like great. The stuff with the scrolls. And did you know that Fox and Marvel share before the whole merger thing happened? That Fox owns half the rights to the scrolls, but now they own all the. And actually, yeah. um, Captain Marvel kind of screwed up Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Let's not go into that. But <laughs> oh, how much alcohol would we need to get through that range? Hang on. Oh God, he's doing it on camera. <laughs> hey, we're all of age. We can do this shit. Thanks, COVID. Remember, Bill? It's 2020. All social convention is out the window. <laughs> <laughs> all social conventions out the window. Am I right, Justin? Uh-huh. <laughs> See what you've done to us, 2020. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, what my was God. that? Tequila? Uh, rum. Ah. Uh, Give him an hour and see what happens. <laughs> Thanks, COVID. I think Bo wants some of that. Uh, no. No, 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 no. No. Do not uh, get any- off your dogs, folks. That's not healthy. Oh my God! Any last-minute thoughts, gentlemen, on Phase Four before we get into the TV shows of Phase Four? Um, I mean, I do kind of find it interesting that they uh, decided to recast the Cassie for Emma and the Wasp. Um, oh yeah, the daughter, right? Yeah, the daughter, because I guess they're going to be introducing her as a uh, stature. I've, um, never, I've never heard of that character. No, don't judge, but I've never heard of it. No worries. Um. I'm fairly new to that character too. Um, Stature is Cassie as a superhero. Oh, okay. She has shrinking problem, uh, shrinking powers too. All right, and that's their daughter. Mm, uh, Scott's daughter. Scott's daughter. Yeah. Okay. And but can, can I, I? I gotta go off on this for a second. The villain for Ant-Man and the Wasp is Kang the Conqueror. If you have any general knowledge of Marvel Comics... Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Kang the Conqueror. That is the Wasp. Yes, you heard me correctly, and you can look it up right now too, Justin. I'm not kidding you. The, but they announced Kang the Conqueror is the villain for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Th- or the third, the third one, third Ant-Man film. And Don't why would you choose such a powerful villain? Literally, Kang is from like 300 to 400 years in the future, and it comes Kang back in time like to kill the Avengers. That's level threat. That's an Avengers level threat, yeah. Not just I, Avengers, that's a Thanos level. Like, I know. Like, what is Ant-Man going to do against 
that that's a character you use for Secret Wars. Yeah. But or, like, what? Fan, or Fantastic Four, because... Exactly. Yeah. They originated as a Fantastic Four villain. I love Kang. Kang is one of my favorite Avengers villains. I love, I always thought Avengers, like, five would happen, or even, like, if they got in my wettest, wildest dreams, like, they did, like, a Future Foundations film with Fantastic Four and all that stuff. But, like, really? I don't know. Kang, the Conqueror, the Conqueror. Like, come on. I mean, it could be possible that he's the main villain in the sense that uh, Thanos was kind of the villain of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, they they can always tease it out too. They can make him the villain. He doesn't have to die and they can bring him back later. Yeah. Yeah. Kang is one of those characters where you can kind of do that with. Um. Yeah, he time travels too. That's a good element right there to have. Oh my god, yeah. Now that they finally introduced time travel in DMCU, I think the possibilities now are endless or timeless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um, possibilities are timeless. <laughs> yep, they're timeless. Um, one more thing about Fantastic Four, if you don't mind. Sure. Um. I know this is like two things that are going through my head right now for Fantastic Four. One, who, and there's a correct answer already, who gets to play Reed Richards and Sue Storm? John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. That's correct. They haven't done that, but if they don't do that, something's severely wrong with them. It, it, it's a lost opportunity if they don't do it. Um, and he's great. John, he's fantastic. Do oh, absolutely. Think- like, I can absolutely see both of them in those roles. With the gray um, and the hair, you know? Do you think with Fantastic Four now, do you think we can finally just get rid of the past of the past of all the other shitty Fantastic Four movies? I mean, they're always gonna exist. Um, I mean, people can still buy them. You know, uh, the Tim Story one's they still have fans. I don't know yeah. a single soul who liked Fan Forsick, but um, yeah, I don't know. And the second thing I was going to say about the Fantastic Four before we go into TV, because I know a lot of people are wondering, like, what about TV? Hmm. Silver Surfer, too early. Ooh, because uh... I know a lot of people would love to see. Like, I would. Hey. If I was Marvel Studios and it's 2026, I would announce a Marvel Cinematic Universe film of Silver Surfer as an origin story. I think if they do go with Silver Surfer, they should do it. See, I don't know if, if that should be in a Fantastic Four movie or an Avengers movie. I mean, you, you'd have to introduce Galactus, too. Yeah, the first, like, because I heard someone explain this perfectly the other day, but the video was, like, eight years old. Someone was talking about how, like, a question came in to someone and said, hey, you know, should Marvel, should, oh, sorry, should Fox do a Silver Surfer movie? No, because it's Fox. Exactly. <laughs> but now, but they, but the guy said, yes, I would, but another guy commented and said, the first 20 to 30 minutes of the movie would have to be about his life on his planet 
So mm-hmm. his planet does not get eaten by Galactus to have repercussions. But he has to lose of his lose the love of his life, Shalabal. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, there's all these other elements you could throw into the first 30 to 25, 30 minutes of the film. Like, you know, there, 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 there's that. But I don't know. So, I don't know. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. I'm like, and look, you cannot do Galactus as a cloud. No. No. And look, if oh, the, they, my God. That they, was... did, they did Thanos as an actual god among men. But they can do Galactus now. But the look of it, like, the, his look is a little bit too, like, they might have to modify things, but I think there's something to keep the gist of it. You're good. They... And do a voice. No I see why they didn't want to do the comic costume. Why? It's it is goofy. It's it looks like this. Literally, it looks like this. Like like imagine me like this. I am Galactus. If you look at me on camera, you're like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? The Galactus in the co- oh, you know, fuck it. Let me look it up. I almost bought his first appearance in comics too. Like you all have to see this. I'm looking this up for everyone right now, so they all can get a gist of some stuff. Look at this guy. <laughs> I mean, if they did that you, one, you like can't, from- you can't do that. Yeah, it's he's, he's the he's, size of a planet. He change a couple of things about the costume, but. You should have him as at least a being, and not a clown. Uh, he's like he's just he's. This is a concept art for like an idea for Marvel Universe version, like a cinematic version. Mm-hmm. But like, that actually this, looks not bad. I don't know. This is on w- Idea Wiki, but hey, that's oh oh, um, oh look at this. There, yeah. there's, there's a video for this right here. It says how the Eternals can. Sorry, hold on. How the Eternals can introduce Galactus. Hey, anything's possible. I mean, for Christ's sake, they did a Guardians of the Galaxy movie in 2014. Who says they can't have that kind of movie later on? You said so. Um, And, you know, if they do go comic accurate with the costume, and it does look kind of goofy. Yeah. Um. You know, they could still at least comment about how goofy it looks. Yeah. It could be like a comedy thing. They could actually like, hey, you look stupid. Like, I don't know. All right. All right. Yeah. All the hoopla for that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything of GOTG3, Doctor Strange? Did we cover everything as far as the movies go? I think we covered um, everything. I'm looking at it right now. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man 3. Doctor Strange. I'll say one thing when we get into the TV show that kind of connects to the movies, but I'll save that for when we get to the show. We're going to get there now. Hey. Yeah, go ahead, Bill. No, no, no. I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. So, all right. We talked about all the movies. Now, we're, now, ladies and gents, we're talking about Marvel's TV shows. Marvel has announced television series for Disney Plus, specifically Disney Plus, and absolutely no whatsoever relation to ABC shows whatsoever. These are specifically for Disney Thank Plus right now. God. I know. I'm sorry, but Jeff Loeb needed to go. Yeah. And also, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just finished, too. Hmm. Like, they finished that show. Thank God. But anyways. 
Um, it was a bad, had good parts, whatever. Um, I only saw like the first four episodes. And then you I'm gave like, up. Done. I watched the first three, 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 or, three or four seasons and I was like, this is getting better, but it took a long time. Um, all right, let's get into it. These, all these shows you see here, ladies and gents, are about Marvel, Marvel television shows coming straight to uh, Disney Plus come next year or the year after. I'll go through the list of them really quick, if you don't mind. Uh, WandaVision is already done, and it's coming, and it's going to come out on January 15th. It's about Wanda and Vision and their adventures, adventures together. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it's supposed to be like a spy-ish, like, not, not, I was, about to, I was about to say spy kids, but not spy kids. It's supposed to be like a, like a partner in crime going out and doing stuff kind of thing. Um, Loki, I mean... Hey, there was talk that they might do a Loki film at one point, but I, that was in 2013. Not going to happen, but I'm glad they're doing this. Marvel's What If. Oh, my God. I can't wait for that one. I'm actually I'm – I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with this. Because if you look here, it's a 6, 6, 6, and 10 episodes of What If. Miss Marvel, which we talked about just before. Hawkeye – Jeremy Renner is back as Hawkeye for this one season of uh, – one season so far of Hawkeye. Moon Knight is coming out in 2022. I can't believe they're doing a Moon Knight TV show. We'll get that in a second. She-Hulk. I'm all for it, but with 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 Mark Ruffalo doing his thing, but the name She-Hulk sounds a little like like stupid. I hate to say it's stupid, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, and then <laughs> I, I literally think that this Guardians of the Galaxy thing, this holiday special is a complete Marvel ripoff of the Star Wars. It is. Movie. It is a ripoff. <laughs> for that. There's no doubt about it whatsoever. Drink to that, my friend. Drink to that. Drink to that, buddy. Drink to that. Uh, Secret Invasion TV series. That's the, with the scrolls. Now, that it. caught my eye. Yeah. And then the last two here are Iron Heart, which has to do with, like. Riri Williams. Yeah. And Armor Wars, which is what happens when, with Iron Man gone, what happens with, with his armor going across the world. Um, yeah. Let's dive right into this. Pick a show, guys. You want to talk? Which one do you talk about first? I mean, let's go in the order of release. Wandavision. All right. So, Wandavision. What are you guys' thoughts on Wandavision coming out soon? I don't know what to say about this because uh, I don't have Disney Plus. So, so, uh, uh, Billy, if you want, we can give you our login for that. I don't have one, but yeah, let Justin do that. Yeah, I, I hope I don't want to burden you guys. Um, no, you're fine. You're not. I was talking about Justin. I was talking about Justin. Um, I appreciate Bill. that. Thanks. Yeah, Bill. We all. Nicole insists. I demand it, Bill. Okay, she demands it. Good. All right, send it to me after the show. Okay. Will do. Sweet. So Wonderful. Um, I can. I'm not gonna booch. I promise. Oh, I right. You also have to watch Mandalorian. I do. Next week, we'll talk about it. Don't worry. Wait, are we uh, doing our holiday thing next week? Oh, we'll talk about that off camera. Complete so, plug, a plug for next week. We're doing Star Wars announcements next week, just saying. Anyways, we'll talk about Marvel. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's do this. Um, WandaVision is coming out in January of this coming year, 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, let me click on this so you guys can see. This is interesting because it's half sitcom. Like, it's yeah. Mocking the sitcoms from like the fifties all the way to present day, but the sitcom 
from what it looks like, is an illusion. And you know, you start seeing the breaks in in that illusion a little bit in the trailer. Um, you see that there are things that are not exactly right in their world, um, and you you wonder like, what is going on? Um, I have two I have two theories of what's going to happen. Yeah, what's up? First theory is they're introducing Mojo. Okay. Um, you know, Mojo being this obsessed with television and ratings and having uh, trashy shows and all that. Um, I think he would be an interesting villain in this kind of environment. But what I think is actually going to happen is it's all a... Uh, a fabrication in Wanda's head. And it's already being said that uh, WandaVision is going to tie into uh, Multiverse of Madness and Spider-Man 3, believe it or not. Um, so I think the latter is going to be the more realistic approach, but I would have loved to see if Mojo like made an appearance or something. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm listen. I don't have Disney Plus, but you can. Uh, towards the end of this episode of Mixed Bag, we will definitely talk about what um, regarding like, like how like if we want to get Disney Plus and all that stuff, how much it'll cost. We'll get that towards the end of this episode as well. So, right. Um, anyway, so I'm actually. To be honest, I'm a little I'm less excited about the TV shows, despite how awesome they sound, because I'm more excited for the films. But that's me personally. Um, I know that Bill is like, you know, he, I know he hasn't really, I don't want to speak for you, Bill, but like, you're not much of a TV guy. You're more of a movie guy. Yeah, I'm probably more of the movie guy. Like, when Daredevil was on Netflix, I like binge watched the first two seasons. Yeah. The third season, because then I, I was thinking like, okay, I kind of want to watch this. Like, in order of what series, like, okay, first watch Daredevil Season 1, then watch Jessica Jones Season 1, and then watch Daredevil Season 2, and then watch Kate. I'm, like, thinking, I just want to watch freaking Daredevil! I know, yeah, they, they like, it's, the, I don't really, I, I'm not, this could be a whole separate thing, but TV shows, I'm not a, like, I just want to see a one-shot thing, and that's a movie. Like, a TV show's like a little drawn out for me, unless it's something I really, really would get it, like, I got into X-Files and things like that. But like with a Marvel TV show, and I don't know, like certain Marvel, um, the fact that they're all putting on Disney Plus is obviously a marketing scheme. We'll get to that in later on too. But um, look, I, I, overall though, I am excited. I am excited about this. Um, and uh, Bill, your friend, your good old buddy Matt is in the chat board. And um, apparently, this was a really big passion project for uh, Kevin Feige to do. Um, this I, was yeah. an original idea from him, and I honestly I cannot wait to see what they do with this. Because um, with these um, miniseries on Disney Plus, they look like movies, like. 
they don't look like TV shows. They look like movies, right down to the aspect ratio. Yeah, I mean... Well, except for WandaVision, because they do kind of uh, pastiche the aspect ratios of old sitcoms. But that's to be expected, given the nature of the show. And I'm reading right uh, under the marketing... uh, that some of the influences they're taking are Dick Van Dyke, Leave It to Beaver, Bewitched, The Brady Bunch, Roseanne, and Full House. <sighs> you don't have to like like it, but you have to admit Full House was a phenomenon. It's a my thing on Full House, it's a guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasures. Everybody has a few. Um, Doug Walker, if you're watching, don't sue me. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. So they were all inspired. So this, so all those shows inspired Wandavision. Yeah, it takes influence from all those shows. Um, you know, they're gonna have like the nosy neighbors. Um, you know, guest stars and all of that. Um, they have the they have the mother from that '70s show in the in the show. <laughs> um, I'm just really excited. That could be an interesting show. Overall, yeah, overall, I'm pretty darn excited, and um, I mean, yeah, I don't see why not. Um, and also. Apparently, yeah. this is where you're going to see Wanda really come into the name of Scarlet Witch. Mm. Okay. Like, you see, like, so far we've seen, like, the tip of the iceberg with Scarlet Witch. Now we're going to see the whole enchilada. The whole enchilada? Like, the extent of her powers and stuff like that. Mm. All right. Next one down is Falcon and Winter Soldier. And also, I'm really glad they're making these like six episodes each, though. Yeah. Because like I don't, no offense, I don't want to binge watch like, like I would love to binge watch certain like uh, past shows, like Star Trek, other Star Trek shows, or but they're like 26 episodes a season. I like the fact that they're doing like a one-shot six, or like The Mandalorian was another example of it. They did ten episodes and that's it. Yeah, like... I like the fact that they're doing six episodes and then they're going to do the next season six or ten or whatever. That's not bad. I like that. Yeah, and it's it's nice that these are mini-series and not like... Yeah, they're not like drawn-out things. They're just kind of... They're almost like the... Shows with like 13 episodes or what have you. Because like with what Bill said, I was kind of in the same boat. I didn't it took a lot for me to watch even the first season of daredevil like that took me like eight months to watch yeah it's it took it's like with daredevil it actually at first it took me i i started i tried to start watching it after i had my wisdom teeth surgery which i don't want to relive that um but then, you know, I was just, I couldn't even focus because I just got back and I was in, and I was in like a lot of freaking pain. Yeah. Um, so then 
like about a year or so later, I forgot about it. And then I started watching it again from the beginning. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, it was one of those shows like, man, just one more episode. Man, just one more episode. Just wait, one more. Wait, 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 just kept. Wait, 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 wait. What was that, Justin? George St. Pierre's returning as Batroc. <laughs> oh my God. Batroc the Leaper. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, this looks. I don't know. I'm just saying that this looks really good. I mean, personally, out, out of all of them so far, I would say that the ones I'm most excited for are probably Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, and Secret Invasion and Armor Wars. Um, they're the ones that stick out the most to me, personally. I still need to see some stuff regarding Hawkeye before I make any opinion on it. I do yeah. like the casting choice that they recently made for Hawkeye. Uh, Haley <laughs> Steinfeld is officially going to be playing Kate Bishop. Oh, that's good. That should be interesting. Yeah. Um, should we go down the list still? Loki? All right. Is Loki. Electric Space going to be back, Tom? Hiddleston? Yeah, he's signed on. What are now, this do? one, I am... I'm less enthusiastic about it, partially, but that's me. It's... I'm excited for it. I don't know what it's going to be about, though. But he died? <laughs> uh, I don't know how uh, they're going to do this. This is the 2012 Loki. Oh, they went back. Okay. This is this when... Is right here. Uh, the series takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. Oh, I know. It does take... Yeah, when uh, they lost the the space stone because the Hulk hulked out. Right, okay. And Loki got the space stone and escaped. Time Variance Authority. Owen Wilson? Yeah, wow. I did see that. I did see him in the in the in the uh, trailer, um, did you guys I, watch? Have you guys watched the trailer yet? Not yet. What happened to him? Wow, cars, Lightning McQueen, <laughs> Wedding Crashers too. God, he is. God, what the hell happened to him? He probably did crash at Wedding Crashers too. I don't know. This is this looks like crazy though. I mean. I'm glad they're doing something with the character. Yeah. The one thing I'm a little uh, iffy about is you had all this character development with Thor the Dark World and Thor Ragnarok basically getting erased because this is literally right after the Avengers Loki. Yeah. Also, this, but here's the thing the series will tie into phase four and the film Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of the Madness. Okay, it seems like everything's tying into multiverse. No, I think, well, listen, because the Wikipedia page I'm on here, I don't trust Wikipedia all the time. This is phase four of the MCU. I'm looking at all of this for phase four. We've already talked about the movies. These films, these TV shows are tying into phase four. They are. That's crazy. Like, talk about crazy content, Batman. That's what I did there. Um, personally, I mean, I'm down for Loki. I'm just, I'm not sure. 
Like it, it's, I'm, I'm sure I'm all for it, but like, I don't, I, I don't know. This one I'm not sure about. Let's go to, um, to any other comments for Loki? Sorry. Um, I mean, I've watched the trailer. I think it's going to be a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, they do tease something from the from a recent run of comics that I'm like shaking my head a little bit at, but uh-huh. um, where Loki like runs for office. But oh god, yeah, god, that just that sounds like a bad move, but that's me. It could be great, but who knows? I I think it's. I think it's like I don't know. It's it looks pretty interesting uh, from what I've seen from it. Yeah, um, it could be cool. Now, so we're all set. Yeah. yeah. What? Right. If? Let's go to what if for Marvel's Disney yeah. Plus stuff. This what one if? is probably the one I'm most excited for. This is this is like an, the hypotheticals one, right? It's animated too. Is that what I saw there? Yes, it is animated. Oh, that makes it even better. Um, they're using a cell shading animation. Um, oh, this looks great. There is a trailer out for it. They got the watcher in there too. Yep, Jeffrey Wright is is the watcher. Great. Um. Ooh, to the watcher. Some of the things that they're going to be exploring are what if Peggy Carter got the super soldier serum? Um, what if T'Challa was Star-Lord? And something involving Marvel zombies. Huh. But these are specifically for Animated. These are not live action. Yep, this is completely animated. And but they are voicing over. That's just like like I said, Haley Atwell is going to yeah, be. They, everyone is returning to reprise their respective character in voice form. Um, RDJ is right. I believe so. I don't see him here, but who knows? Oh, Additionally, no, Tony Stark slash Iron Man. Sorry, will I... be featured in the series, especially Howard the Duck. Oh God. Um. But yeah, you have uh, Haley Atwell back as Peggy Carter. Um, Chadwick Boseman as as Star Lord. Josh Brolin as Thanos. What are you gonna do with with that now? Now that he's going on. Um. Well, he already recorded his episode before his passing. Okay. So this is going to be like one of the last things we really see Chadwick in. Well, wow. no, there was a more. There's a, a Netflix movie that just came out that he's in. Yes, um, but this isn't going to be released until like late 21. Uh, it says here it's going to be mid mid 2021. Yep. Right. Um, and already got renewed for a second season. Wow. Whoa, and we haven't even seen it yet. Must be really good. Must be. Yeah, who knows? It. I love the What If comics. Like one of the first comic books I ever read was What If Peter Parker Destroyed Spider Man. And it was Flash Thompson getting bit by the radioactive spider, 
using his powers for personal gain when Peter kind of helped create him as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And then here has like this, what have I done moment. So he creates like this super suit to defeat Flash. Wow. For real? Uh-huh. Huh. Like I said, it was one of the first comics I really ever read. So uh, very excited for this, sh- this show. All right. Will, any comments? No, this sounds very interesting, and I can't wait to give it a look. Awesome. I they already have 10 episodes, too. That's good. Um, all right, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, I really... All part not, of Phase 4. I'm not 100% sure about Miss Marvel because... I, I know very little about her. I know she's a Pakistani-American living in Jersey City. I know she's an inhuman. I know that she has embiggening powers. That's all I know about her. Um, I'm, I mean, I'll give it a watch. Uh-huh. But I really don't know much about the the character or the show. I've never read Miss Marvel. Um, Comics. It could be good, though. It could be very, very good. So I'm going to keep an open open mind. And I'll watch it when it comes out. All righty. Bill, any comments for Miss Marvel? I really know nothing about it, but I'm willing to give it a look. Sounds good. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. You know what this makes me think of? Um, There was, like, years ago, there was a sketch on SNL. Yeah. And um, it was around the time when the Avengers came up. And they're like... (laughs) It was was hilarious. It was... And we also got Hawkeye. He shoots arrows. Going, are they fiery arrows or flame arrows? No, they're just regular arrows, but he's really good. Well, we know that's not exactly true because he does have explosive arrows. Well, this was back in 2012 when Avengers first came right. out. Right. Yeah, almost almost a decade ago. God, guys, feel old yet? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Um, comments, concerns, questions, anything for Hawkeye? I mean, like I said, I'm excited to see Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. I think that was expert casting. She kind of looks the part if you look at that there. Yeah. And I have a feeling like this is going to be her, uh, um, whatchamacall, his swan song in a way, because I think he's going to be passing on the mantle of Hawkeye. You think so? I think so, yeah. You think so, Justin? How come? Uh, look at uh, Haley Seinfeld as Kate Bishop slash Hawkeye. Oh, so this might be the one when he says, okay, over to you. Time to hang up the quiver. Um, That's a great word. But look under guest, though. That's interesting. And I yeah. think that's why they're doing the Black Widow movie now. 
a sister figure to Natasha Romanoff, aka the Black Widow. I, I think uh, Florence Pugh, Yelena Belova, is gonna be the new Black Widow. Maybe. So maybe that's why they're introducing uh, the Black Widow movie now and not before. Exactly. Maybe, yeah. Hawkeye, Hawkeye looks pretty good. I do like what I see. Um, any other comments, guys? Hawkeye TV show? No, it's supposed to come out in late I mean, next year. I mean, honestly, all we know right now about the show is the casting, so. Okay. Um, it's I'll wait for the trailer. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, let's go down the list. Moon Knight. I'm actually six Ooh. episodes. I'm kind of it redirected me to here, just letting you know. Uh, it says uh, Moon Knight at the 20th. Uh, then it's Oscar Isaac, who plays Poe Dameron as Moon Knight. He really wanted to redeem himself after Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, poor guy. And and kind of after Star Wars. <laughs> um, Not really Star Wars, you know what I mean. Moon Knight, I really don't know much about. Yeah, me neither. Basically, um, he's kind of an R-rated kind of character. Yeah, so I'm like scratching my head a little bit. This is going to be on Disney Plus. Yep, it says it's going to be on Disney Plus, and they're supposed to film it net this coming March, and they're going to do six episodes. It's supposed to premiere in twenty twenty two. That's kind of like putting Alien on Disney Plus, in my opinion. They should totally do that. What do you think? Alien? Yeah, they I are. Mean, the, I mean, the Alien Queen's technically a Disney princess now. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. No, but like the, the this could this the, the, that could be a whole other episode. Like other, the other properties that are going to be on Disney Plus. Um, we could do it for like the new year. Who knows? Um, I personally, I think Moon Knight is one of these characters. He's he people associate him with Spider Man for some reason and the Punisher. And also, I again. I'm referring back to something I saw a couple years ago, but I remember when this, this video first came out on YouTube. The guys in the video were talking about how uh, Marvel just got the rights to Daredevil and Punisher, Blade, and Ghost Rider back. Mm-hmm. Back a couple years ago. Or not a couple, but a little while ago. And they said, we don't have any immediate plans to do anything right now. Basically, they said, look, these, these characters fell back into our lap. We're going to see what we can do. That's why they did Netflix, uh, Daredevil, and Punisher. Um, but Moon Knight falls into that like Marvel Knights. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You know I, what I'm I don't know what you're talking about with the Marvel Knights. Yeah. Marvel Knights is basically Punisher, not really Daredevil, but Punisher, uh, Blade, Ghost Rider, and Moon Knight. Those four, and Cloak and Dagger to some extent, are very like gritty, grounded, R rated characters in the Marvel overall universe. Like, you know how, like, um, I kind of picture it like this Iron Man is flying over this way in the upper half of the sky. The Fantastic Four is with him, right? Then there's Spider-Man, who's like a step below, who's just twipping from like building to building. Then there's the street-level characters that are Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, 
Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, Blade. These are street level characters that are kind of like, if you think of it like the MCU and that, that kind of terminology, that's the way I think of it. How like the R rated stuff is towards like the street level crime. That's the way I see that. Um, but Moon Knight, I'm really excited to be honest. I don't know, my a buddy of mine is really excited to see Moon Knight as well. Um, I do know that. So. so it's like an R rated, more like gritty type of thing. He's kind of like Batman. Like he has gadgets and stuff, but he's like he's all all white. Uh, he's got a hood on. He's got a mat, like an overall like face mask. Um, but he's very like he's very. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's kind of screwed up in the head, right? A little bit. Kind of, he's very much like Batman in a sense, but he's not. Ooh, they're Batman. getting dark hair. Uh, it's true though. I mean, they're gonna make a very. I think they're gonna make an R-rated esque. Netflix um, already Disney Plus show to be completely honest with you. This this is their gateway to it. So, um, and on a side note, I mentioned Blade. Blade, they want to do something with Blade. I'm not sure how, but they want to. I don't know how they're going to do it. But anyways, that's a whole other conversation. We'll, um, well, they already got Mahershala Ali on board for that. Oh, that's him. pretty cool. If they do it, he's signed on. That's crazy though, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, quick, 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 quick. Uh, chat board comment from Mr. Joe Wiley. Speaking of Ghost Rider, will they ever decide to bring it back and finish the movie series that, that, that the original never got to do? Yeah. Well, will they? You think, guys? Well, but will they bring back Nicolas Cage? Like no. Nicholas, they're they're going to re- um, reboot it. I mean, the movies yeah. were not bad, but they're, they're going to reboot it. What do you guys think? I think... Um... I think the same thing. I think they might just reboot it. Yeah, I think that if anything, it's going to get rebooted. I, I mean, yeah. they already tried doing Ghost Rider in the MCU with uh, Robbie Reyes. Um, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, whether or not they do decide to bring Johnny Blaze back, I highly doubt they're going to bring Nick Cage back. Highly bad. Nicholas Cage in the MCU. <laughs> Who knows? Um, and yeah, so, any other comments for Moon Knight questions, concerns? I think I'm good. You, Justin? Um, I mean, for Moon Knight, I the same deal with Hawkeye. I'll wait for the trailer. Um, yeah. All I really know about Hawkeye is from the video games I played. Okay. Um, and just a side note, I would I would love to see if Cloak and Dagger would come off Freeform and come on Disney Plus. But that's me. Because uh, I know that's a Marvel property. But anyways, let's hold, let's hold on to the conversation. She-Hulk. Uh, She-Hulk. This sounds, to me, you want my opinion first? Sure. Go ahead. It sounds kind of stupid, but I love the character. It's just the one thing that gets around me is like, you're selling this as She-Hulk. Like, I understand that's the character's name, but is there a way to get around that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it says right here, too, that She-Hulk was involved, just the description for it, it revolves around Bruce Banner's cousin who gains superpowers after receiving a blood transfusion from him. So basically, it's about um, She-Hulk, and they got... Who are they getting? I mean... They got this Canadian actress to play her, too. I mean, listen, it's not like they're going to have her be like She-Hulk smash, She-Hulk bash. She hopes as strong as there is. Like, she's full. She's fully able to communicate. Yeah. Kind of on 
basically she's on the same level as Smart Hulk in Endgame. Yes. So. Also, before Bill, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, but I just want to point that I did see this right here. Mark Ruffalo will come back as Bruce Banner or the Hulk, or you know both, from previous MCU films, and Tim Roth will reprise his role as Abomination. Ooh, that's gonna be cool. That should be very interesting. You know why? Because remember, a lot of people forget. Oh, the Incredible Hulk. That, that Hulk movie we had with Edward Norton is Mark Ruffalo. A lot of people forget that. But Edward Norton's Hulk also had the Abomination in it. That Abomination is not dead. They just dragged him off and hit him. Who's to say he doesn't break out of prison now as the Abomination comes after She-Hulk? Right. Fan theory right there. Check yeah. it. Do you think Ruffalo is just going to be making cameo, or do you think he's going to be the real part? I think he'll be the part, to be honest with you. What do you think, Justin? Um... I mean, he plays a he plays a crucial part in She-Hulk's origin. You know, it's the blood transfusion from Bruce. Um, I don't know how big of a role Hulk's gonna have, but yeah, it's. I really do enjoy the character of She-Hulk. Um, I do hope that they go the lawyer aspect instead of the how they're currently doing it, where. Um, Jennifer Walters kind of lost control of her Hulk. So she's a little more brutish now. Yeah, I tend to agree, yeah. Because I, I, I do like the more intelligent, um, more uh, put together um, She-Hulk. Um, I mean, I'm sure the more savage She-Hulk would work well in a team movie, like the Avengers. But Yeah. yeah. I mean, overall, I think... I'm, I'm cutting Bill off again. I'm sorry, Bill. But, but um, you know... Well, Bill, what do you think about this? I think it could be interesting. Um, Brute, um, I do think the concept of a She-Hulk is kind of silly, but I would like to. I would like to see this. Let's give it a shot. Sounds good. I mean, I'm all for it. I think that people are texting me like, "You're live." I'm like, yeah, I'm live. <laughs> um, Aren't you I, watching, folks? He's live. Would you stop texting me, people? I'm live on YouTube. Sorry, we're busy. We have things to do. I yay yay. Right, oh, uh, chat, uh, Bill, your chat board duty just for two seconds, all right? Okay, I. Let me um Mr. Wiley is texting us or talking not texting, he's talking to us. If they do bring back Ghost Rider, their only option is to start from the beginning and since I saw that Nicolas Cage is not interested in doing it anymore since they wouldn't make movies R rated. Yeah. I mean I that kind of makes sense. Uh Ghost Rider is kind of a He's hard R. Yeah. Um, didn't, didn't Sony have the rights? Is that correct? Yeah, that was a Sony property. Yeah. So, and we all know how reluctant Sony is to make their movies R-rated. Yeah. They... <laughs> Sorry about. That was you for a second, Justin. I know it was the dog. No, that was Bo. Bo. Down, Bo. <laughs> he's he's got some very strong opinions on this matter. Oh, Bill, you're plugging your podcast again. 
You kill me. No, no, no. It was from a friend's podcast. I told him to check it out. Ah, uh, okay. Anyways, it's because we, we do other things. All right. Let's, do you want to talk about the holiday special or no? Well, how do you think it's going to um, be? We know almost nothing about it. It's going to be one-shot special. That's all I know. Um, it's going to be like the Star Wars holiday special. I really think it's going to be like the horror. Uh, we're not talking about that. <laughs> Ooh, Sorry. Invasion. What you guys were talking about. Uh, okay. Okay. So, so, okay. Let's talk about Secret Invasion. The last two of oh, Ironheart and um, Armor Wars as well. So Secret Invasion, I'm surprised that they're doing this as a show. and Not a movie. And I'm also surprised that they're doing it with only Nick Fury and uh, Talos, um, Ben Mendelsohn's character in Captain Marvel. Um, Because to me, this seems like something that you would want to be like an Avengers plot. Almost, yeah. Like, or like, yeah. Or like I don't know, a spin-off film of, you know what I mean? Some sort of film version. Of, we already got Scrolls and Captain Marvel. But the fact that we're getting like a Scrolls, like Secret Invasion type show, I'm all for it. But, you know, that's me. We're also forgetting that Disney's going to look at all this and say what's working, what's not. Exactly. Right. So like, like, look, the very next one we're going to talk about is Iron Heart. Look at the picture. The, how long is that going to fly? I don't know. How long is this fictional superhero of Iron Heart, which is like a, a girl who takes on Tony Stark's technology, whatever. Like, how is that going to fit in to... A, that's by a one a one season show. I, mean, I don't see how you. I, I think I see what they're going they're going with, with us. What do you mean? They're, they're doing Miss Marvel. They're doing Ironheart. Pretty soon, I'm sure they're going to do um, Miles you Morales. Know, they're oh, doing Miles the, Morales. They're doing the champions. What are the champions? Okay. The champions are like this group of younger superheroes. They're kind of uh, like the Teen Titans of Marvel. Kinda, yeah. Um, you have uh, Miles Morales, uh, you have Miss Marvel, you have uh, Ironheart, and a couple other superheroes um, that I can't exactly remember off the top of my head. We got a comment in the chat board, Bill. You want to read it? Uh not yet. I've been very busy lately. Understandable. No, the next one. Speaking of Guardians, there is something in terms of theme park attraction that is going to open prior to the holiday. Interesting. Okay. Probably talking like like the Disney parks. Yeah, but they're gonna. What? Do they have a Marvel theme park yet? Not yet. They, gonna come in the future. They might they're building rides in Disney World and Disneyland. Right. Based on Marvel characters, um, I know the Hotel of Horrors being converted into like a Guardians ride. Yeah, I mean, I've heard stuff like they're gonna try. They want to do all this stuff. Look, also, plus they already have a lot of Marvel section in Universal down in Orlando too. Yeah, 
Um, they have like the Incredible Hulk Coaster, which is a big attraction. They have. Um, this is a complete side note for all this stuff, but. Well, then again, Universal still technically owns the licensing rights to the Hulk, so that makes sense. That do they have the rights to that? That's why we haven't gotten another Hulk movie. I thought it was because they just didn't want to do it yet. Oh shit! You learn something every day. Boom. Woo! All right, one more show we got to talk about here, and then we're gonna get to some other stuff. Armor Wars. I'm very excited about this. Let me just, I'm going to start on this one. If that's okay, guys. Sorry, what is that? Okay, go right ahead. Uh, Armor Wars. I'm going to plug something else that I talked about a while ago on the channel. Uh -huh. uh, there was a cartoon. I know, I'm starting off by saying this, but there's a cartoon. There's a cartoon that came out in 2009 or 10 called oh, Iron Man Armored Adventures. I know this show. Yeah, just hear me out for a second. Your opinions of the show are your opinions of the show. I personally really loved it. But they did, they, season two was a lot better than season one. The okay. beginning of season two, they did the Armor Wars stuff, and it was really, really great stuff, to be completely honest with you. And the way they handled, like, how Obadiah Stane stole the, like, I'm not talking about the cartoon, but, like, they talked about, um, they stole the, he, they stole Tony's armor designs, they made their own armor, Justin Hammer made Titanium Man, all this stuff, right? This sounds right to me as an Iron Man fan. This sounds in very intriguing that it says James Rhodes will must confront one of Tony Stark's greatest fears when Stark's technology falls into the wrong hands. I completely, I, I'm all for it. It was Don Cheadle as War Machine in it. So it's kind of like a War Machine show, but it's about Tony, Stark Tony Stark's technology going into the wrong hands. That sounds interesting to me personally. Gentlemen, what do you think? Um, I mean, I'm I'm aware of uh, Armor Wars. I actually watched uh, the '90s animated Iron Man show version uh -huh. of Armor uh -huh. Wars. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Where, um, you know, uh, Iron Man was still Tony Stark's bodyguard and all that. Um, I think it could be interesting. I just wish they could have done this when. Tony Stark was still alive. Um, I think <laughs> they were trying to do this with Iron Man 2 a little bit. Oh, yeah, with the, the whole, yeah. Uh, with Whiplash and all that. Um, yeah, it wasn't a great movie. So, okay, so wait, what's going on in Armor Wars again? I'm a little confused. Yeah, Justin Truman. It's basically um, Tony Stark's tech gets put into the wrong hands and is being used to outfit a bunch of villains. Yeah. And now uh, Rhodey, War Machine, has to essentially clean up the mess. There was a lot of paranoia in the original like series of Armor Wars, if I remember correctly, JT. Say that one more time. Like, wasn't, like, Tony, like, very paranoid about everything involving Armor Wars? Um, like, everyone was out to get him. In the what? In the original Armor Wars. Uh, comic? Comic or, like, show or... Well, because his, his... The whole thing was he was... You know, when Iron Man was alive. Number two, he was... While he was alive, he was very concerned about, hey, what if my technology gets stuck in the hands of this guy or this guy, this guy. 
Yeah, yeah it's created the armor wars. I right. We're we're in agreement on that. What was what was your question again? I'm sorry. Like, I remember like, like Tony was like very paranoid about who was a friend and who was an enemy in regards to armor wars. Oh right, 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 right. So I wonder uh, if, that, if that's going to play a factor in this. Well, if, if the first Iron Man film that launched the MCU kept Obadiah staying alive, that'd be a good aspect. Have they could bring Jeff Bridges back and all that stuff too. But right, well, I mean, did Justin Hammer go to jail in Iron Man too? I don't really don't remember. He went to jail. Um, he can come out of it, right? He can still come back. They, and plus, this is specifically War Machine fighting off against. People who take Iron Man's technology, which, which to be honest, give me go. We didn't. We never saw Titanium Man. We never saw Blizzard uh, or Blizzard or other types of our Iron Man esque villains that had technology and aspects to them. We saw Whiplash, but it didn't really work. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. We could easily do like they, they could easily bring in like a hammer. Hammer's in jail, but he sends someone out to create schematics that they have from Stark. You know, there's all these different routes they could go for this for this show. And look, we we honestly, this show just got announced. It's nowhere near production stuff yet. Yeah, so we got some time to we got a lot of time. discuss what's going on with the show. So also, and because uh, we're about to wrap up the TV show segment, and we're going to talk about whatever we're, uh, we're going to talk about Disney Plus stuff in a second, everyone. So just hold your horses on that. Um, uh, I think that if you notice that Marvel Studios is putting out these shows of lesser known characters or lesser known stuff on Disney Plus, but the bigger name stuff is still on the movies. If you if you know you like the bigger, let me go up to it. The bigger name stuff like Thor, Doctor Strange, Black Widow, you know these Spider Man, uh, they're Captain Marvel. They're gonna bring those as films. But they're going and Fantastic Four, and they're going to bring those as films. But I love, I really do. Love, now that we've just talked about all this, I love the fact that they're going to put these lesser-known properties or characters, if you will, and storylines into Disney Plus shows. I really like the idea personally. What do you guys think about that? I like how they're bringing the lesser-known characters to theaters. I think that's a really good. I think that is a really good idea. Because, you know, like, well, again, look what happened with Guardians. Like, that's a comic that two people knew existed, just yeah. in one of those two. Um, not even me. Really? Like, I didn't know who they were until they announced the movie. Same here. I mean, I, I heard of them, but that's about it. No, not even that. Like, Yeah, I know. Right over your head. Um, yeah, but Bill, go ahead. And look what happened. It became one of Marvel's most successful movies. I mean, didn't the second one break a billion dollars? Um, going, a billion. Going, it came kind of close, though. It grossed a lot. I do know that. Let me check. Hold on. Keep. Uh, yeah. But, uh, any other comments regarding the shows, guys? Anything no, else? Not, not really. I'm excited. That's all I can really say about the matter. No, it made $863 million. That's still very impressive. On a budget of $200 million. Hey, Justin, remember we saw that movie theater when you went to go see me at my uh, mm -hmm. alma mater, and we were seeing it in a shitty theater. 
Nice. And look, and, they, and this is some, something else that we're, that we're talking about. Uh, other shows um, on other, like, this is from ABC. This is Shield. This is Agent Carter. Plug for our Agent Carter reviews that we did, and I did back to the launch the channel. Inhumans, which really did not last long at all. We don't talk about that. Why couldn't they do, a whole 10 minutes? Why couldn't they do that as a movie? That's my question. That was the original plan, and then they got the rights to Spider-Man back. And, and they moved stuff around. They, you know what? Out. Hey, I'm going to tell you the truth. In uh, Shang-Chi and Eternals, Inhumans would fit really great into Phase 4. If they could yeah, squeeze they, it in somehow. They would have to basically say that Inhumans didn't exist, though. The, it kind of didn't. No one cared about it, though, right? It got an, the pilot got an IMAX release, though. I think they could write over it. I really do. Because, you know what? Uh, people forget to do Fantastic Four and Inhumans have a history together. I had, I had, I sold them. I should have never sold them, that thing, but whatever. I had the first experience, the whole the 1963 or 4 arc. A Fantastic Four, where they introduced the Inhumans, they introduced Black Bolt, and they introduced the, la the last part of that story. I had those three comic books, and the Inhumans and Fantastic Four have a great history together in the comics throughout all the years. Absolutely. Why, why couldn't they just do that again? Uh, but live action, you know, Fantastic Four could introduce a lot of other stuff, too. So, I don't know. Um, I'm saying it's impossible to do, but yeah. it's gonna be difficult. Um, yeah, um, I don't know if you guys are looking at this too, but I'm just also I'm just showing you guys the other TV shows that they've done so far. They did the Netflix shows of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Defenders of Punisher. Mm. Uh, they did Hulu and Freeform. Hulu and Freeform. They did Runaways and Cloak and Dagger. That's what I was talking about before. Cloak and Dagger. They could easily just change that. Yeah, and move that different platform to Disney Plus, and that's your Moon Knight tie-in. Um, I can't believe we're talking about this stuff. Anyways, but... Um, Runaways was decent, too. I heard so much about that in 2012, actually. Uh, I was hearing news of, like, oh, they're going to do this. It, so. They're going to do, like... Um, there's a, uh, there's a pet raptor in it. They were going to do a film version of it, though. That's what I heard. Oh, that's pretty interesting. And it's already in season three? Holy crap. Yeah, they did three seasons. Is I only saw the first one, but... Is it still going? No. Um, all of the Jeff Lowe-produced uh, Marvel shows got canceled. That sucks. Eh, probably well, I mean, Jeff, Jeff Lowe was not the best guy. No, um, he should have stuck to the comics. Because um, remember, this is the guy who did The Long Halloween. Yeah. He's not, he's not completely without merit. He's just not the right fit. Yeah. Um, also, one more thing we should point out here is that they announced that I am a series of short films with Baby Groot was announced for Disney Plus. That nothing really special Baby there. Groot. I'm sure they'll be. I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, that is pretty much that as far as the MCU goes for the future of Phase Four. Um, I want to talk about one more thing before we uh, sign off. 
officially for the night. We've been talking for just letting you guys know we've been going for over like literally two hours. Almost two hours. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. So let me stop sharing my screen and let me get back to us as, as gentlemen. I have to ask you a question. Yes, go ahead. When do you think we're going to get an R-rated Marvel movie? Um, I don't think we'll ever get an R-rated Marvel movie. I think we'll get an R-rated Marvel Disney sells Marvel. <laughs> well, well, listen, because it took Disney a while to get a PG movie. Um, like they, their first PG movie, I think, was in the seventies with the Black Hole. Their yeah. Well, G-rate, the first PG honestly, animated movie was nineteen eighty-five. Deadpool three. Um, yeah, Deadpool yeah. 3 is probably going to be there for right. I think Bob Iger did say something about them having like a separate division. Yeah. Where they can kind of explore the R-rated material. They have Touchstone pictures. I mean, Disney owns Touchstone. True. But and that's where they put like the more adult movies. Like that's where Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Nightmare Before Christmas is under. Well, I mean, how, how could you do? I I don't see a PG thirteen Blade, Ghost Rider, or Punisher. I think Deadpool could be done PG thirteen. You have to make it. No, they shouldn't. That's I, you know, I'm not gonna. I, I don't want to pull up my screen, but the, I was reading something like that the other night about Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds is gonna come back apparently for a third Deadpool, and I'm just letting you know, we. They've done nothing with X-Men so far in the MCU, because even though they have the rights back, should they? Not yet. Um, as far as I know, they, the reports came out about what they were going to do at Fox. Had Marvel, had Disney not bought Fox for the X-Men franchise? I just want to touch on this for a second. If they, they were do talking, X-Men, I think they're going to have to do something completely different. No, Professor, no uh, Patrick Stewart or, Char, or uh, James McAvoy. You wipe that clean, except for Deadpool. Like, even, like, the storylines that they're telling, like... Yeah. Something that they're doing right now is the whole uh, Krakoa thing, Mm -hmm. where they have their sovereign nation of mutants. Yeah. Um, I I did hear that, but... I think that would be an interesting way to kind of introduce uh, the X-Men. Like, maybe Xavier was hiding the island of Krakoa from the world, from everyone's mind. They could do that. They, they could just say that. They, thinks, okay, you guys are ready. Here we are. Or, yeah. or a full-fledged full-fledged reboot. Um, completely. What I was going to say, though, if you reboot that, you have to be Deadpool. I don't know. But Deadpool is like completely very, 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 very distant from the MCU, if I'm not mistaken, right? He's distant from everything, but he's... He's just his own. He's more of the R-rated. He's still the X-Men. The only real yeah. link to the X-Men there is he... Was it Colossus, right? Well, Colossus, yes, but like to the actual films, the only real uh, connection is the cameo of the first class uh, cast in Deadpool 2. Like that... Uh, Right. That scene in the in the mansion where they're having the meeting and they're like, um, oh, yeah. What I, yeah what I, yeah what I was gonna say though about like what they were doing with the, the when Fox owned all the X Men rights and whatnot. 
um, when they were doing that stuff in the first place, which this might interest you guys. I'm, I'm sure, but I didn't see Deadpool two, but I know what you're talking about with that scene. Um, I didn't see Deadpool two yet. Don't kill me. I know, but they were going to plan a Deadpool three, and they were going to plan an X Force one, two, and three. Yes. <laughs> And I was really excited for that because Drew Goddard was going to direct, and I am a fan of his. Um, I love I all of the feature movies that he's directed, Kevin in the Woods and Bad Times at the El Royale. He's a very talented director. Um, worked very closely with uh, Joss Whedon on a lot of uh, TV. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I just I, – I would love it. I would absolutely love if they – if if Disney didn't buy Fox and they didn't scrap that kind of like stuff, because they had, they were showing concept art. They're going to do like a trilogy of X force films, which they were talking about forever. You know, I don't know. If, if anything, that was probably the one thing everyone was kind of worried about with the Fox merger is what's going to happen with Deadpool and X force. And X-Men too. I mean, who knows? I don't know what they're going to do with the X-Men personally, but they want to do something. They're just, they, I'm sure the Kevin Feige is very smart. He's obviously he is. done very well with Marvel over the past decade or so. He's probably one of the best producers of comic book movies out there. Um, probably ever will be, to be honest, because the movies are that good quality. It's... But with the X-Men and mutants in general it's going to be a very tricky subject because mutants have not even been mentioned in the MCU because of um, copyright issues because exactly because of like copyright. for instance, like in, in, in um, Avengers age of Ultron, they had to change the origin of Quicksilver and Scarlet witch. Yeah. They were experiments and not mutants. They couldn't um, use the word mutants because at the time, Fox, that if they say the word mutants, however, in an alternate take of the end credits scene, the after credit scene for the first Iron Man, Nick Fury did mention mutants, but that was an alternate take oh, that was okay. not used and it's not canon. So, and that was the whole reason why they. That's all right. And that was the whole reason why they were pushing the Inhumans in the first place because they didn't have the rights to the X Men. I mean, that was their answer to them. The Inhumans yeah. were Marvel's answer to the X Men. Yeah. Well, we all saw how that went. Um, I want to touch on one more thing because I was I, I I before I know we were supposed to talk about this, but I talked about X Force. Um, so bottom line, those you're still with us after two hours. Uh, Disney Plus is going to be the streaming platform for this, these shows and these movies. Will eventually, when they leave theaters and they come back onto streaming platforms, Netflix one of anything. Is it safe to say, guys, that Disney Plus has the potential to overtake Netflix as far as subscribers and quality? It's possible. I think so. Um, I, think I think it's possible. Um, whether or not it's going to happen remains to be seen. Because yeah. Netflix still does have very strong IPs, such as Stranger Things and um, The Crown. And yeah. Big draws. That it, plus, everyone has a Netflix subscription. But 
Also, let's not forget, Netflix, I believe, is $12 a month. I could be wrong about that. Mm. Yeah, right. and... Disney how- Plus is 10 It's the $2 difference that might... And they have different kinds of packages, too. And plus, That's I think... You can package it with Hulu for only 12 Plus, and that's, uh, Disney Plus is also not just like movies and TV shows like we're talking about. It's ESPN. Yes. It's National Geographic. It's it's a, it very well could be like the next cable. Disney like, owns not everything. Like, so. not, like I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Disney Plus, Disney paid the colleges three billion dollars to broadcast on their network on their pro, on their platform. Wait, what was that, JT? Disney announced that Disney released a press statement that we have spent $3 billion on showing the college football games on our networks, ESPN and ABC. Yes, because that's that's where they get it, ESPN and ABC. Yeah, and it's kind of scary how like they own that, but at the same time, it's, yeah. So, but back to my question. And also, personally, I think that Netflix has gone down in quality and caused a lot of controversy over the past couple of projects and stuff that they've released. I know that there's yeah, one show that came out, you know, you know what I mean? Like, what do you think, uh, Justin? Um, I see where you're coming from. Um, I do think, though, that there's still these tentpole shows that's always going to draw the crowd in. Um, as I mentioned, Stranger Things, um, Umbrella Academy, also another big one. Yep. Um, it's it remains to be seen. Yeah. The streaming I mean, wars go on. But it's not just the t- it's not just the TV shows though. It's also the movies. How like this year, um, a lot of the um the Oscar bait that's usually released in theaters is going to be on Netflix and Amazon Prime. Yeah. Mm. And it's going to be going off of those movies because a lot of those movies were supposed to be released in theaters. But thanks to, you know, I'm going to say it. I am going to say it. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> um, a lot of them have to go on streaming platforms like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Disney Plus. Yeah. And it sucks. That's just the unfortunate reality of the world we live in. Let's just hope things can get back to normal, hopefully, and we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. Oh God! I want things to be back to normal so bad. Yeah, I want my concert back. You know that. <laughs> um, so, um, any concluding thoughts, gentlemen, before we end? Do you have anything last minute thing to say? You want to Marvel? Um, any last minute streaming thoughts? Anything? Um, in Feige, we trust. <laughs> Feige, we trust. In Feige, we trust. I agree. God bless that man. God bless Kevin Feige. And his beautiful thoughts of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Plug, and I'm just gonna plug this now. He did jump over to Star Wars for a little bit recently. He actually is a producer on a couple of films that was coming up last I heard. Yeah. Which, yeah. I did read somewhere that he's going to be uh, producing a Star Wars film with Kathleen Kennedy. Um, nuts, because Kathleen Kennedy can do her job. <laughs> oh, anyway, but I don't want to get into that yet, because next week, our topic will be the Star Wars announcements that came out from the Disney Plus announcements as well for Obi-Wan Kenobi and other shows that got announced through Disney for Disney Plus. And that'll be next week's show, though, uh, next Wednesday. Um, hopefully, hopefully it's six. Who knows? We'll see. 
Yeah. Uh, anyways, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us for the past two hours of pure Marvel, Marvel content for the Marvel, uh, Marvel-a-thon or whatever you want to call it. I want to thank the two gentlemen who joined me on this wonderful live stream. And it's going to be great. Until next time, I'd love to have you guys. Uh, Bill, I know you, you might come back next week. Who knows? But jo- um, Justin, I'd love to have you back next week as well. Um, I'll see if I can make it happen. Yeah. And look, I know we put, I know tonight we started at seven. If you, if you, if you need us to go at seven, we'll go at seven for, for you if you want. Okay. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine. So if that works. Um, if yeah, not, we'll, it's okay. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, just keep us in the loop and we'll go from there. But uh, like I said, I want to thank the two gentlemen with me. Bill, thank you so much for joining us. Again. Joining with us. Again, of course, another episode of Mixed Bag underway. Justin, thank you so much for joining us. And, um, and, and everyone, thank you so much for watching. You guys are the best. We love you all. Peace out. See you later. Stay safe, everybody. guys.